Warning, the Federal Communications Commission requires that we inform you that this episode of the Derek Duvall Show may contain content inappropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. The FCC also requires us to inform you that this episode may contain the words f***, s***, asshole, mother boy, dumpster, galloping wit, but in like a British way, and also, strangely, cul-de-sac. Once again, this show may contain content not suitable for anyone but the coolest children. Listener discretion is advised. Powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to friends, foes, and neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, because what you're about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for pop culture, commentary, and interviews featuring no drama and no controversy, guaranteed. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Productions Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Well, hello there, Duvall Nation. Wow! Thanks for the intro, Jeff Brown. Well, here we are. I am Derek, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show, the only show recommended by 7 out of 10 doctors to be playing in the background while performing a colonoscopy. I know, right? wonder what the other three doctors are listening to. Anyway, yes, hi, welcome to the show, and boy, do we have a good one for you today. First, though, what's been going on with me? Well, first up, Thanksgiving is in a few days. I will be roasting a delicious turkey, and believe me, that is something I do very well. I hope you all have a great dinner with your family and friends. After the last few years, we all need a little bit of positivity in our lives, unless you have that one creepy uncle who gets drunk and says whatever comes to mind. In that case, chuck him out the house. We just got back from a trip to Austin to see The Rolling Stones. A simple Google search will tell you the whole experience not involved in the band was a complete cluster. The Circuit of America's racetrack outside Austin was not prepared logistically to host an elite band like the Rolling Stones. People were forced to wait in three-plus-hour lines to get into the venue, traffic, bumper-to-bumper. Then they had a navigation app that malfunctioned, causing people to go to the wrong area in their vehicles. Cars were running out of gas because of the congestion. Some had to walk extremely long distances to get to the area. General admission was oversold by a couple thousand people. The toilets were ill-prepared and ill-stocked. After waiting in line to get in, we missed the first 25 minutes of the show easy. Disappointed was not the right word. That being said, the stones sounded incredible. With what bit of the LED screens above the stage we could see, Mick Jagger is still a rock god. Keith Richards, the man destined to be the sole survivor of human extinction, can still shred. And man, Rodney Wood, I just, everyone just freaking killed it man it was just an amazing amazing show yeah we ended up requesting a refund because of all the hassles and stuff but we'll see how that plays out but no seriously i know they don't have much time left on this world but if you get a chance to see the stones just freaking do it man you will not not regret it i promise unless you go to the circuit of americas then you know run run as fast as you can so welcome to episode 31 we welcome for the first time ever dental hygienist and YouTube sensation Whitney DeForgio. She will be on to discuss her career, explain some ways for you to have better dental health, and so much, so much more. This is a super informative episode, so I hope you enjoy. Let's get right on into it. Duval Nation, rise to your feet and welcome direct from the Windy City, or as Buddy Guy likes to call it, Sweet Home Chicago, the teeth talk girl herself, Whitney DeForgio. 
Whitney, good afternoon. Welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I like to start my first question, which is the same for every episode, and that is, how were you able to n navigate the COVID-19 world? <laughs> that is a good question to start the show. You know what's wild? I was very lucky to have my association, so I'm a dental hygienist, and for work-wise, I feel like we had okay guidelines that really helped us know what to do. So that's how I navigated. I listened to the American Dental Hygiene Association. But in my personal life, I don't know. No idea. I don't think any of us know how we navigated life. <laughs> so I'd like to start Shoot. at the beginning. Um, where did you grow up? So uh, south suburbs of Chicago. So born and raised, still kind of in the same area. I love Chicago, but I do hope to be in California one day mm -hmm. or even Florida or I don't know. I just need to go somewhere warm, wherever it takes me. But um, I love this winter. Or I'm sorry, I hate the winter. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, winter. But I love the summers here. So I love Chicago. But um, yeah, born and raised. You know, it's funny. When I was when I joined the military, I joined the Navy. And um, they said, you know, when do you want to go to boot camp? I said, oh, we'll just go in December, you know, what have you. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, sure. And they're like, do you know where the boot camp is? I was like, no. And they said, it's about 20 miles outside of Chicago. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm, okay. I, I love Chicago. I'm a big Bears fan. So they're like, yeah, all right. Well, you know, good luck. And so I went there. I have never been more cold in my life. <laughs> uh, that was pretty it's much. I, I've, I've had my favorite. I've had my fair shares of bonehead ideas. And definitely that was probably in the top three. And uh, yeah. The wind chill. Oh, it was the worst. And I remember at one point we, we were marching from where we get our food back to our barracks. And you, you, you literally that like the hair is frozen solid, and you're just like, oh my god, what, what have I got myself into? <laughs> it does hurt. It hurts. Yeah, Chicago. I, I've I've been there. I love it. So anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, what age did you decide to pursue uh, your current career path? Good question. So I actually probably since I was like five or six. I don't even know when I first knew. So you know, you go to the dentist as a kid and. I just loved my dentist. She was so cool. I didn't even realize, like, I just knew I wanted to be her. And then I was like, oh, I guess that means I'm going to be a dentist. Like, I just, <laughs> it wasn't like no rhyme or reason. She was just cool. And I just wanted to be her. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, I guess that's really what I'm interested in. I always, let's just do dentistry. And then I got into, you know, whatever, the whole thing. And I started shadowing. I really was about to pursue dentistry. Um, but then you shadow and observe. And then I started watching the dental hygienist. Like I always noticed my eyes were not really watching the dentist. I was like, wait a second. I like what the dental hygienist is doing more. So here we are. Long story short, probably in college is when I realized uh, I don't want to apply to dental school. Like during my undergrad, that's what I was kind of going for. Like I'm going to apply to dental hygiene school. This seems better for me. And and it was, I fell in love with it. Once, once I got into dental hygiene school, I was like, this is, this is what I need. This is, I love this. I love the prevention, right? Preventing cavities, preventing gum disease. I love that. Mm -hmm. I, I realized early in that I was not interested in drilling and filling and you know, restoring is awesome to be able to fix teeth, but I was all about prevention. So dental hygiene is for me. I love it. And never, never looked back after I chose it. <laughs> you know, it's funny um, being from Great Britain, you know, the stereotype of, you know, having rotten teeth and so forth. Mm. Uh, I, when I, every time, every time I go to my dentist they're saying defying <laughs> stereotypes, you know, getting, getting the teeth looked at, uh, you know how they say, you know, like people are afraid of the dentist. I yeah. actually have a legit fear. And the reason being 
yeah. is going back to when I was in boot camp. When you're in boot camp, they try to get rid oh, of all yeah. of your dental problems in rather yeah. than. And I remember I had four root canals done uh, in the same at the same time. And one of the worst things was same time. Uh, yeah, at the same time. Oh. And, and I was awake for the whole thing. And the best okay. part was after that was finally over, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I, I felt like someone had knocked the shit out of me. The worst part oh. was I had to have my boot camp portrait taken the same day. So oh, no. while you get these people, life. you know, you get these, you get these guys, you know, look like, you know, GI Joe, I look like a drooling, you know, it's like village idiot joins Navy. You know, it was, it was so bad. And um, that, I, that picture haunts me uh, every time someone, oh, you know, Hey, remember, in fact, I'm actually looking at it right now. So it's on my wall, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it looks like a, the picture first. Oh no 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 no! It literally looks like someone has a literally has like a cattle prod um, in my back, and it's just, it's the worst. Uh, uh, well, yeah. that's a memory. Wow. Oh yes, I'm still having nightmares yeah. about that one. But, oh uh, no. <laughs> so what do you <laughs> what do you remember most about your time at University of Illinois Chicago? Well. Oh, that's a good one. So hilariously, not, I, I, nothing. It's like a blur, not because I party. I did not do anything fun. I was kind of miserable. <laughs> I UIC is, I don't know. I love it. I'm glad I did it. But it was a very, very, I think, difficult science and engineering program. Like their architecture, they have some difficult programs. They have a lot of weed out classes where like, you know, it's just, I know every college is, but I have a lot of friends that went to UIC's dental school. I went somewhere else for dental hygiene school. They, their dental hygiene school actually closed the year that I was applying, whatever, long story short. My friends that went to UIC dental school, they're like, wait, you did your undergrad here too? <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, how did you do that? Like, it's just like, it was a hard school, whatever. But I'm glad I did it. Um, but um, so I don't know. I remember being miserable. So that's probably not a fun story, but we got through it. Right. I was right. actually just with a friend. I was with a friend the other day who she's a pharmacist now. So, but we both did our undergrad at UIC and she was, we were just talking about how miserable we were, but you could laugh about it now. But anyway, she was like, pharmacy school was easier than undergrad. I'm like, literally like dental hygiene school was so easy for me compared to undergrad. So, you know, it just depends where you go, but dental hygiene school, what I remember about that after was, you know, yeah that I was like whoa you just study you take the test and you're done like most people's memories of dental hygiene school are miserable which of course it wasn't a walk in the park but you just like did the work and then it was okay for me I just think all like in the end that UIC my undergrad really prepared me for dental hygiene school because I've heard dental hygiene school is not easy but compared to my undergrad it made it a lot easier <laughs> I nice. hope that makes sense so this is a fun way of saying this. Um, brushing your skeleton on the regular is basic human maintenance. And I struggle to believe I have to say that. Does it baffle you that folks just plain old tend to ignore that? <laughs> I love brushing your skeleton. That is very funny. Um, you know, that's a huge, I mean, what a segue into a huge reason I do what I do online um, and try to provide information and awareness about how important it is to brush and foster teeth daily. It is wild how many people either, there's two things, right? Either they really weren't educated and didn't realize how important it was. And that's who I'm trying to convey my message to. But, or they were told as kids and got in trouble, you know, brush your teeth. Their parents were yelling at them and they just never did it. And they're like, it's important. You're going to, you know, and they got in trouble, whatever, and just never got into it. I, there's too many patients that come in my chair and they're like, yeah, I try to brush at least once a day. I'm like, what? You got to brush twice. So like, 
know, I always, I just feel like I'm very kind hearted in nature. I would never like, you know, yell at someone, but I just, I really want to help people. And yeah, it's a very important thing to do. Your mouth directly correlates and directly links to the rest of your body. So yes, it's wild. It baffles me that so many people don't do it. And that's a whole huge reason why I do what I do. (laughs) So what inspired you to take to YouTube? Right. So that, you know, knowing that, but before I even knew really what I was getting myself into, I was after dental hygiene school, you have to like wait for your license to arrive before you can work as a dental hygienist. So it was during that little time, that time period, waiting for my dental hygiene license, waiting to be able to work that I was excited. I was eager to do like mostly patient education as I loved so much, still love, still love. And I was just so eager to start. And I was like, you know what, since I don't have my own patients yet, I am going to let's make a YouTube video and maybe I'll teach someone. I really didn't think anyone would watch. I made it and I like sent it to my mom. I remember thinking at least my mom will learn something like, you know, mental health, like she'll learn. And then to my surprise, people, a lot of people watched and I was like, Oh, and then they started asking for more videos, more dental topics, like teach us more. We want to learn more. And I was so excited because I was like, okay, I know a bunch of stuff. I just need to school for this. So it was me fresh out of school. That's when I started. I was just excited to start when I got my dental hygiene license. I obviously was working like full time and so excited to do what I went to school for. And I didn't make as many videos. And then like a year or two in of working full time and uh, cleaning teeth, no more video making. I realized that I missed video making. I was like, wait, I know I'm helping like, right. I probably see like eight to 12 patients a day. So I, I help like eight to 12 patients a day. And then I realized online, I can be helping thousands of people a day, you know? So I was like, wait a second, I got to start doing those again. That was like making me feel really good. So that's kind of how it all started. Here I am now. I kind of do both. How's the feedback been for Teeth Talk Girl? The feedback from my work, they're very, very supportive. I'm so lucky that my bosses let me go in and film videos like on Sundays when they're closed <laughs> or whatever day they're closed. So that's awesome. Super supportive. My one boss is like always telling patients like, did you know Teeth Talk Girl's cleaning your teeth? <laughs> like she's so funny. She's always like trying to promote. I'm like, I don't really tell my patients. I just feel weird. But um, so that's been good. And then feedback on mine, like I literally, oh my goodness, like I've gotten better, but like maybe like all of 2020, probably because it was the pandemic and it, we were like, just always online I would read like all the comments every single night and I would like cry every night because I was so happy on how many people would be like hey Whitney just wanted you to know you inspired me to go to the dentist after 15 years of not going and blah 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 and and it wasn't bad and I'm so glad you talked me into it and just like these random people that like or like hey I'm no flossing wrong you just taught me I I don't know what I was doing I was doing it wrong thanks now I'm doing it right and my dentist told me wow that my teeth look better than ever before like just knowing that I could like the simplest thing to like change someone's oral health. Like, I don't know. It just makes me, I cry of happiness. It's my point. You know, it's <laughs> the feedback funny. Has been good. You know, it's funny. Um, like you said, your feedback's been positive. I remember when I first launched this show and uh, you know, you put it out there and you're hoping for the best. And about a week yeah. or two later, you, you start getting the feedback and the comments and yeah. the, the original comments were like, you know, completely unoriginal, you know, worst talk show host oh. ever. And oh, you know, God. you, you, you said like, I, I, I can't believe I had to sit through this crap. And that was just my immediate <laughs> family. So, it oh, was, stop. so, so I, but stop. God knows what the fans were saying, but oh, yeah, it, now it's been out there for a while. You start hearing like, Hey, you know, you've got a good thing going and what have you. So I, I understand where you're coming from on that. So no. Let, so having said that there's always a, a, a bad comment, like, right. There's not, not everyone likes what I'm doing. Of course. Like there's a million people who don't as well, <laughs> but luckily there's been way more good than bad, but like, those bad comments, they do stick to you. Like, oh, unfortunately, really? 
right? There's a hundred good and then one bad that like someone doesn't even know what they're saying. And it's just like, sticks, mm-hmm. <laughs> like where like things are typoed and spelled out. I'm like, they didn't even like take time on this. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's awful stupid things, but like, it doesn't like, it's mostly about like my appearance. Like, Ooh, look at her lipstick. Why would she wear that? Like, I don't care. Like yeah. nobody's, you're not bothering. But if you're going to like challenge me on my information, like that, what I'm saying is wrong. That's when I'll freak out because I'm like, wait, I, I do a lot of research to make sure what I'm saying is correct. I had to <laughs> so, like, learn. I've had to learn not to engage um, people online, you know, that oh, have, because for sure. for, like you said, for every, stupid, for, every 100, for every 100 comments that people are like, you know, hey, you know, I like your yeah. message. I like what you're putting out there. You get that one person yeah. who's like, you know, you know, screw this guy, you know, right. I, I don't have you just sit there, you know, behind the keyboard. and You're like, what could I say to destroy this human being? But you know, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm I've had not. to learn. Don't engage. They, pay him no yeah, mind delete and, and, and they yeah. go away. So. That's what yeah. I, I don't have time. I'm not interested in that. I don't have time for that. But yeah, I, it makes me like, like, again, if it was something that like could help me grow, but when it's like, wow, they just don't like my hairstyles. Why worry? Oh, don't watch. But it's um, so superficial, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it totally is made like me. But most people obviously are there for the depth of learning and wanting to care. I can't believe what a huge group of teeth enthusiasts there are are out there, right? There's so many people who are not in the dental field and just want to better their health, you know? And mm-hmm. that is so cool. And that, that's who I'm there for, you know? It's it's so cool. So that brings me to the next point. It's like, you know, I, I looked it up. 22 million views, which I did some Googling. That's just <laughs> over the population of Sri Lanka. So... <laughs> Wow. So okay. when, you, when you hear that, you know, how does it make you feel? Yeah, I don't think I understand it. I don't think I fathom what 22 million. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't even know what that. You know, I think last time, I don't know what it makes me feel. I don't think I feel, I am so odd in the sense that I'm probably really bad with most, like, like I forget what's in my bank account. Like, I don't. <laughs> It's like, wait, how much money do I have? Like, I'm just not good at numbers. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but I'll be like, oh, like you told me that number. And I almost am like, you said 22 million. This probably sounds like I'm lying. I'm really not. I, I know how many subscribers I have. I'm pretty good at that. But views, I'm like, whoa. Like, because subscribers in my mind are like people that come back every week. Like, whoa, you like subscribed. But the views, I'm like, that many people have like come across my face. <laughs> yeah. That's confusing. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, Bat fans, we're going to go ahead and take a small break. Gives you a chance to stretch, refresh that drink, pet your pupper if you own one, do some deep breathing exercises. Clouseau style? Yes, Clouseau style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Listen to two promos for two friends of the show, and we will be right back. What's going on, everyone? This is your girl, Julene, host of It Goes Down in the PM. We talk about everything from work, motherhood, local celebrities to comic books. Tune in every Friday at 1 o'clock to find out what really goes down in the PM. Well, that's that. I think my job interview went pretty well. That's awesome. What do you think was the hardest part? Probably selling myself like I'm the cure for some stupid disease. Did you remember to send a thank you card to the recruiter? A thank you card? I have no idea what to even put, let alone where to get a pretty decent looking card. Man, what am I going to do? Relax. Go to the Crafted Rose, frippery for all occasions. There you will find a plethora of excellent cards to choose from. Wow. Hitting the website up now. My partner will love the custom wreaths and I could totally use a new notebook. 
Thanks for showing me the missing link in my life. You're welcome. Now get that thank you card ordered and in the mail. The Crafted Rose. Frippery for all occasions. Find the shop on www.fripperybyrose.com. Use the promo code DuvalFans20 for a 20% discount on all items for fans of this show. It's the Dad in a Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Join us every week as we give you the dad's point of view on pop culture. And stumbling our way through fatherhood. <laughs> Dad jokes. Star Wars. Streaming. Tech news. Movie news. Listen to lifelong pals tell stories from past and present. Cruise with us into the cheesy every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other podcast platforms. And as always, find past episodes and links to our social media pages on dadnarock.com. Welcome back to episode 31. I heard the most random fact the other day. Did you know it is 2,165 miles to the core of the Earth? I think they did a cheesy movie about that a few years ago. Either way, it gives you just some idea of how big the planet is in some way. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I looked it up. Okay. The Core with Hilary Swank and Aaron Eckhart. I honestly don't know if I've even watched this. Anyways, irrelevant. Let's get back to the conclusion of our episode with the one and only YouTube sensation, The Teeth Girl, Whitney DeForgio. You know, as a woman, you must feel proud to, you know, left your your mark in an otherwise male-dominated industry. And what do you think about that? Well, funny enough, dental hygiene is actually a female-dominated industry. Dentistry, the dental field, so it's kind of like different. The dental world is maybe more male. Females are creeping up. It's getting close to 50-50, but there's still more males in the dental world. But the, the dental hygiene world, there's actually more females. So... Funny enough, I played the drums my whole life, percussion. I actually went to UIC. That was one good thing about UIC, playing the drum. I played in the band. Um, I had a band scholarship. So anyway, playing the drums as a female, I've always been the minority. Like there's no female drummers ever. Again, it's probably getting better now. But when I was younger, there was like nobody but me. Um, so it was a weird vibe. But now, if anything, I've been so used to being the one girl on the drum line that now that I'm a girl within a world of girl dental hygienists, I'm like, wait, it's almost like, it's like, wait, I have people that are like on my team here. Like, I don't know. So it, I've always been very like both male and female friendly because I, but um, I guess the point is, it's actually to my surprise, I've never been in a girl world. So um, kind of fun. I like being a girl so it's kind of cool but i it's weird because i probably would have been better in the dental world because i'm used to being with guys all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. but but no and i it was easy because i am a girl so i'm very comfortable but yeah believe it or not it's it's a wild industry it's pretty it's pretty mixed now but way more girls in the dental hygiene mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have thought uh talk about happy teeth because i saw that and i was oh my god very interesting yes thank you i love happy teeth so I guess when I was saying about my numbers and how I'm not good at numbers, I'm just not business minded. I forget how many subscribe. No, I'm good at subscribers. I forget how many views I have. I forget everything about that. But um, I never thought I'd create another business. But long story short, I all my a lot of comments. They were always in my YouTube channel, you know, on TikTok Girl. They were always asking me to make merch. Everyone wanted me to make t-shirts, like make TikTok Girl merch, do something. And I was just never interested. I just don't have that mind. Like I just, I love education and, and entertainment. And I just never thought I'd be selling a product. This is the origin of Happy Teeth. So, and then long story short, I wanted to buy a purse for myself in the shape of a tooth. I was literally Googling 
tooth shaped purse. There's, it's kind of, I don't know if you know, like crossbody purses. I don't know if you're into purses, but um, there's crossbody purses. It's like kind of a fun little trendy thing. Like you could have them in a shape of anything. Like I have a crossbody purse in the shape of a cupcake. I have one that's in the shape of a little hamburger. I have one, I have like a watermelon backpack. I have all these, whatever. So I was like, I want a tooth. Couldn't find it. Just was Googling. I really wanted a tooth. And then I was like, uh oh, this is it. I got to make a tooth shaped purse. Like everybody wants merch. This is something I'm passionate about because I want it. So let's do it. So anyway, it all started with the tooth shaped purse <laughs> and then um, kind of turned into a whole company. Uh, I called it Happy Teeth. I call it Happy Teeth. And it, it uh, turned into a whole company of bags and accessories for healthcare professionals. So not just for the dental world. Anyone in healthcare really benefits. We have a backpack. We have like a work backpack that's really great. A lot of nurses have been using it and buying it. So that's awesome. It just has a lot of cool compartments for like stethoscopes and like for me, my loops and whatever. So it's it's cool. It's really easy to clean, like, you know, infection control, whatever. So we made a whole line of products. And for every item purchased, we donate a dental health kit to someone in need. So that's like happy teeth, right? So it makes me really happy. It's a one-year supply of toothpaste, toothbrushes, floss. And we donate them to different homeless shelters, women and children's shelters, you know, any, any organization that is in need looking for things like that. So, and in addition, one more part to Happy Teeth is not only do we give these, this is like what I'm in charge of. This is the part I love is the donation part and the volunteering part. So when we give these donations, we give the Happy Teeth, we give the dental kit, Happy Teeth kits to these organizations. We also provide a dental health presentation. So I didn't want to, which is, it's so great to give the, toothbrushes and everything to the people that need them but I wanted to be able to be like this is how you use them like I want to give a presentation so you're properly brushing you're properly flossing you know because I realized some of these people receiving the kids don't have access to my videos to watch it online you know so it's like so we're able to we wanted to physically go but right now during COVID it's, it's usually a virtual zoom that's set up through the organization but so we're able to provide that presentation as well so it turned into this whole amazing like passion project that I love so much happy teeth not only am I selling the products that are empowering and helping healthcare professionals, you know, either make their days go smooth or if it's something like the toothbrush, just loving what they do, and, you know, show it. but um, we're also donating to people in need. So I, I love it. Happy Teeth is such a big part of my heart and I can't believe it's real still. <laughs> it's not a year old yet. We, we launched uh, in October, 2020 during, in my basement during the pandemic. So I did it in my basement and, um, so yeah, it's kind of been cool. I can't wait till it's one year birthday. <laughs> so I asked the fans to, um, send in some questions and I, went, oh. and I went in through them and I picked two. So, um, bear with okay. so you ready for this? this fun. Okay. I'm ready. I love it. With people letting down their guards on masks as the vaccine has been put out there. A lot of folks are noticing that a significant number of the population have absolutely shitty, horrible breath. Do you have a suggested tactful way to talk to those folks about it? About bad breath? Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. You know, as a dental provider, like as a dental professional, it's easy for me because like, right, I'm working in your mouth and I would say, I would say, hey, have you ever noticed bad breath? Like, I think you might have something going on. Like, I just flat out. I mean, that's my job. I'm there to help, you know. But as a friend or a family member, I'm sure this is what the person's asking. Like, how, how to, yeah, how to do it with someone who you, it is not your job to tell them, like, it's my job. I think it's hard. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people do it. And I don't know what the right answer is, like, socially. Um, 
But what I would do is, because I'm a dentist person, so it's hard. So what would I tell someone not to do? I would say, well, when's the last time you've been to the dentist? Do you go to the dentist? Because I just know if you get them to the dentist, we will help them. But um, if they go to the dentist and they still are having some kind of bad breath, I, I think that's okay. I would just, I mean, you, you want to be a good friend. I think it's more important to say, hey, have you ever noticed I smell your breath? Because there could be other things going on other than just bad breath meaning like maybe they just need a tongue scraper maybe they need maybe they need a deep cleaning maybe they haven't been in the dentist in a long time most of it is fixable like really easy fixes right that the dentist can help you with but if it's something more and they have perfect teeth and perfect gums and perfect tongue health everything it could be something going on like some people just have like sinus issues or they have stomach issues where the bad breath is coming from their esophagus you know from the throat um you know in that case I, I, I do a lot of referrals where it's like wow everything's perfect in your mouth I think this bad breath's coming from your throat maybe you need to see an ENT or a physician you know an ear nose throat doctor so sorry that got like really medically do, of an answer but that, do you block that out when you're working on someone you're like holy hell this is bre this breath is <laughs> rancid do you just have to go to like, a happy place or you know I think I just don't have that good of a sniffer because I you know if you have periodontal disease I smell it for sure. You can like any dental person that would hear this would, would giggle. Cause you know, you could smell periodontal disease a mile away, but if it's just like a little bad breath, I usually don't smell it. Cause we do wear the masks. We, we wear masks pre pandemic, like dental people always wear masks, right? Because you're, we're getting spit on. So we don't want that in our face too. And infection control. But, um, I don't smell a little bad breath. You know, people that think they have bad breath, it's usually not bad. I I've noticed it's the people who aren't aware of it that it's the worst that's worse because that's when you have gum disease you're so used to it like you just haven't been, it's mostly people who haven't been in the dentist in a long long time if you're someone who's like oh my breath is bad you probably just have food stuck in your teeth like just get it out you know what i mean like it's probably not a long-term chronic thing um so that's most of the cases but when it's long-term and chronic we gotta we gotta we want to help you you know it's funny because I, I picked that question because obviously because it was one of my favorites but in my <laughs> personal life uh, so uh -huh. my, my personal and professional life, um, I work around people and so forth. And obviously, you know, masks have, have become, you know, less, less enforced. And uh, yeah. there is this one gentleman who uh, you can smell it from five to six feet away. And it's just, yeah. it, oh, it just makes Probably. you go green in the face. It's so bad. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, most of the time that's gum disease. I mean, it has like, that's my first guess, right? But it is so bad. And you know, what is interesting is, during when masks were very, very mandated and um, everyone was wearing masks, I would have patients say, the mask is giving me bad breath. <laughs> I was like, I need to rephrase every, the mask yeah. is not giving you bad breath. The mask is allowing you to smell your own breath. You've always had bad breath. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you're noticing it now because it's right there. So, you know, that was kind of an eye opening. I think a lot of people, like there's pros and cons to if the mask bettered or worsened our teeth and mostly probably worsened because people didn't care as much and, there's so many, like, re people weren't drinking enough water, you know what I mean? But I think bettered is that people were more aware as to what was going on because now they could smell their own breath. And then maybe they took took it to themselves to better it, you know? So it's, it's a, there's pros and cons with everything, right? <laughs> so the next question, and this one I had to laugh yeah. when someone sent this in. I, I'm not going to uh -oh. like, I actually legitimately laugh. I'm like, this is going to be a good uh -oh. question. And the question okay. is, how are your teeth doing? That is cute. Nobody ever, that's nice. They're asking about my teeth. Oh, nice. I love it. So it's funny. A lot of people comment on my videos, things like, oh my gosh, her teeth are so white. Oh my gosh. How did she, oh my God, her teeth are fake. Like, and I'm like, no, they're not. 
listen, I have a lot of, I always say this, like, yes, I do believe I have good, like, I'm very, I take very good care of my teeth. I, I am wildly always brushing thought. Like I do everything. I never skip a day of anything, but, um, I, I also have lights on me when I'm filming my videos. So of course it's going to make my teeth look brighter and whiter and more beautiful. You know what I mean? Like lights, camera action. Like, of course. So I actually like in real life, they are not this bright. Like, so don't worry. Cosmetically. Yes, they're straight. I had braces, but of course there's like two teeth that I, I want to get in. I want to get some kind of clear aligner because I do, I don't think they're perfect anymore. We are, we're all our worst critics, but I think my teeth are great. I have no cavities right now. Um, I've had a few fillings in my life, of course, when I was a kid, but they're all occlusal, meaning they're all on the chewing surfaces. I've never had a cavity in between my teeth, knock on wood. Mm. And I have three, I have good gums. I haven't had a four millimeter pocket ever in my life, knock on wood. I, <laughs> one, two, and three is the healthiest, if you want to. So I think I do a good job. I do. I, I have bad sinus issues, allergies. So I feel like I am someone who gets that bad breath from the back of my throat sometimes. So I gargle with warm salt water rinse and that helps me um combat my bad breath and then i use that tongue scraper like a wild woman and that's my uh that's my answer to my health of no. my healthy teeth <laughs> i love do you, it do you have any toothbrushes that you recommend just off the top of your head that's a good question i mean i think it more comes down to every that everyone asks that and it, the, the question is or the answer is it depends on the individual. There's not one toothbrush that's going to fit all. Not, you know what I mean? Dentistry is not a one size fits all. Some people need this type of toothbrush. Some people need that type of toothbrush. It's really, one, it comes down to that, like what works for your mouth best. And two, it comes down to what you like. Because I've learned that even if I suggest a specific toothbrush to a patient and they don't like it. They don't use it as much. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, well, what do you like? What's comfortable for you? And if they use it, I rather than use something a lot than try to use the best toothbrush that I think is good for them that they don't even like using. Do you know what I mean? Same yeah. thing with toothpaste. Everyone always asks, what's the best toothpaste? I'm like, the one that you like the taste of it, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. because you're going to use it. Like, however, are there like, is there more to that? Of course. Like, I, so with the toothbrush, I do believe I'm someone who is very, very much pro electric toothbrushes. I do believe no matter who you are, an electric toothbrush will do a little more work for you and really get in there. It's all about the manual removal of plaque and an electric toothbrush, whether it vibrates or spins, is going to get that stuff off your teeth a little better than you would by yourself. It also, now people with the regular toothbrushes, I'm not saying you can't do a good job. You can do a very good job with a regular one, manual one, but a lot of people tend to brush too hard with the manual ones. Like they scrub brush, like they're scrubbing a floor and you have to be very gentle, gentle circles. And it's, it's hard because you want to, you know, and if you scrub brush, you can hurt your gums. So I think electric toothbrushes, they just kind of do the work for you. You're able to be gentle. They're less likely to hurt your gums. I just have a lot of reasons I like electric. Having said that, everyone's different. <laughs> it's funny. I have an electric toothbrush um, as okay. well. So I, I do enjoy, you know, I feel very refreshed when I use mine. So I, I get that. Same. Yes. It just does a little more. Some people who love their manual toothbrushes regular, they, they can't get into an electric. That's fine. As long as you're doing a good job and you're not hurting your gums. You know what I mean? That's my biggest yeah. thing. So everyone's different. And I would always ask your dental hygienist, your individual hygienist who cleans your teeth because they know your teeth best. You know, it's hard to do like a generalized what's the best toothbrush, but that's my best answer. <laughs> well, how many recommended, yeah. you know, checkups do you recommend a year? Good question. At least two. So you should go at least every six months. So twice a year is the minimal. Some patients, if they have gum issues, like either gum disease or gingivitis, or they get very heavy buildup, some people build up more plaque and tartar than others. 
And it's, it's not because they're bad at, at brushing and flossing. Sometimes they just have, they're prone. They have a bacteria in their mouth that makes them build up faster. You know, of course, a lot of it can be combated with proper brushing and flossing, but still some people need that extra thing. Some, if you've ever had a deep cleaning, there's a lot of reasons why you might need to come in every three months or every four months. So that would be either one or two extra times a year in addition to the twice a year. Um, but if you're at least doing six, and then your dentist or dental hygienist will let you know if you need to come in more than that. But yeah, that's that's the ideal time. So what is the one thing that you are most looking forward to doing when this pandemic is officially over? <laughs> Getting married. <laughs> that is, yep, yep. I was really lucky. I was not someone who had my wedding scheduled for 2020. It was always 2021. But I just, you know, you get, you get nervous because I'm like, I've had a lot of friends that you know, had to reschedule their wedding for 2021. And they were all texting me like, wait, what day is yours? Because mine was so planned out ahead. It was always planned out ahead. And they're like, wait, what day is yours? Because we're rescheduling. And I was like, oh, it's going to be. So I was kind of nervous. I was like, it's 2021 too soon. So hopefully we'll be getting married in December. I really hope things are good by then. And um, are you doing like a destination wedding? You're going to do it. We are. Yeah. Destination. So hopefully everyone will be safe and healthy and everyone has access to the vaccine. And, but, um, I, yeah. And if not, you know, if we have to postpone it, we have to postpone it. But I, that is what I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to nice. just, uh, you know, say I do and dance the night away. <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's right, my so, personal excitement. Oh, I bet. So, can you let our <laughs> listeners know how they can find you on social media and online? Oh, my goodness. Of course. So, youtube.com slash teeth talk. That is my YouTube channel. My Instagram is at Teeth Talk Girl. And then you can also, if you want to, you know, kind of see what, what's up with Happy Teeth, I have givehappyteeth.com. That is where my purses and bags are. And with the for every item purchase, you can donate a dental health kit to someone in need. If you're someone who, like, is not in the dental world or healthcare world, I always tell people, like, I'm sure you have a friend or family member that is. And there's, like, all these cute things that you can get. We have, like, ice packs that are, like, you know, I don't know, we have a pill, we have a, a lab coat, we have all, you know, they're cute gifts for people that are in the healthcare world. Anyway, um, and for every item purchase, we donate a dental health kit to someone in need, and our Instagram is at Give Happy Teeth. So those are my main places. That's it. I do YouTube, Instagram. I also have my website, teethtalkgirl.com. Shouldn't forget about that. For every um, video I make on YouTube, we, we make it into an article. So that's kind of nice. And then it's not just like boring to read. We also have like fun interactive stuff where you could, you know, find out what type of brusher, like how, what type, if you're good at dental health, you know, like those little quizzes that you have. Like, so we have like fun stuff about teeth on, on teethtalkgirl.com as well. I end my interviews with the same question. And it's my favorite question. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing that you would want to say to the entire people of earth people of earth <laughs> i love it i was just watching the history whatever it doesn't matter but i was watching the history of light night and i think like conan o'brien's thing when he announced he wasn't going to do the tonight show because of the whole whatever he said like people of earth his big whatever <laughs> so that was funny i liked it um oh my goodness if i could have every single person so this like i want to be like brush and flush your teeth right like i want to say that but i'm aware that a lot of the world like you know like doesn't have so it's like I think what I would say yes is that teeth are way more important than you realize like they're more important than I realize like teeth do everything they help us talk they help us eat I think talking and eating is super important so no matter who you are like just do your best if you have a toothbrush if you have floss really use it every single day twice a day would be great and if you don't 
like if you're in an area that really you don't have a toothbrush or anything, try to, if you have water, try to always rinse with water because you never want food sitting on your teeth. So like the best thing to sit on your teeth after eating, drinking is water. So swish and swallow that water if it's, you know, able to be solved. But um, so yeah, that's it. Dental health is very important. I wish everyone knew it. It directly relates to your overall health. So many like heart disease, diabetes, there's so many conditions that are linked to gum disease. And if we could just prevent it from the, you know, why wouldn't you? So there it is. People of earth. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Brush your skeleton on the regular. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I should have said that. That was funny. Brush your skeleton, kids. I love it. All right. Whitney, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. This has been fun. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. It's so nice meeting you. All right, Deval Nation. We have come to the end of episode 31. I want to thank Whitney for taking the time to come on and discuss taking care of everyone's favorite part of their skeleton. Be sure to follow her YouTube channel. Believe me, it's it's absolutely fantastic. And there's some great video I just saw recently about uh, TikTok fads. So you might want to go check that out. So here we are, five weeks to Christmas. I hope you got your shopping done. Please remember, while puppies and dogs are in need of being rescued, they do not make good Christmas presents. So please be sure to discuss the impact of bringing a furry ball of love into your home with the family. Speaking of furry friends, Thanksgiving is coming up. For those of us blessed to have dogs, remember that there are things served at Thanksgiving dinners that are borderline lethal to canines. The list is as follows per the American Kennel Club. Can I, uh, can I get some inspirational classical music, please? Thank you. The following are lethal to dogs. Turkey bones, skins and gravy, stuffing, casseroles, mashed potatoes, creamed peas, chocolate, well, anything. This should be a giant duh, because there are some people out there that got their brains secondhand when it comes to stuff like this. Alcohol, I mean, who would do that anyways? Raisins, grapes, and that one is a huge no. Onions, scallions, garlic, ham, and I've, here's a fact, I did not know that one, but whatever. Yeasto, fatty foods, and any food containing spices. Thank you, maestro. If you feel tempted to make your pupper a part of your festivities, I strongly advise doing what me and my wife do for our dogs. First off, our dog Brody is an apple fanatic. Think doggy crack cocaine. I have never in all my years as a dog owner ever seen a dog so addicted to apples. There are also dog-based treats that you can make, cookies, etc. Oh yes, by the time this will be released, I will have seen the newest Ghostbusters film. I will be sharing my review on the next episode. If you haven't listened to our two-part episode nine with the creators of the very popular documentary Cleaning Up the Town, Remembering Ghostbusters, I challenge you to seek out the documentary and then listen to that episode. It is a classic. Remember, folks, rinse and floss as much as possible. If you have a loved one whose breath smells like a dog rolled around in their own shit, tell them. They may get their feelings hurt, but at least they can take steps to correct it. Nosta, happy Thanksgiving from the Duvals, and see you very soon. Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvalShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duval Show.